Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, only about 13 minutes each day, but that keeps us in God's Word, and that's crucial because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So as we stay in God's Word each day, that helps us to keep our faith strong and even grow stronger. Now, we encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can, because you know people in your life who need to come closer to God. They need to start thinking about their souls and about eternity, because it's coming. So share these studies with them every single day. Help them get into God's Word and grow in their faith help them get to heaven. What a great blessing for them. But it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment. Start sharing today. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about a character, an individual who is absolutely real, but whom a lot of people don't want to believe in. And many of those have decided that they do not believe in him. And that's the devil, Satan. Many people would say, no, no, Satan, that's just immaturity. That's just fantasy. That's just somebody or some being that was made up by some religious people who wanted to try to keep believers in what they were teaching under their thumb, to just intimidate them and make them be able to make them do what they told them to do, keep them under their authority and their guidance. Well, is the devil real? He certainly is. And denying him over and over again does not make him any less real. Jesus said in John chapter 8 and verse 32, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Now, many people, they don't like that concept of absolute truth very much, if at all. And so they keep trying to explain it away or just ignore it. And, but that does not change it from being the truth. Not believing something to be true does not make it any less true. And not believing it to be true does not somehow insulate us against its truthfulness. In fact, it makes us more vulnerable because we're simply refusing to deal with reality. Is the devil real? Oh, he certainly is. In fact, the word Satan is found in Scripture 55 times, 19 times in the Old Testament, and 36 times in the New Testament. The other designation, or at least the other main designation of the devil, that word itself, devil, is found 59 times in God's Word, all of those in the New Testament. Jesus, he certainly acknowledged the reality of Satan, the devil, and talked of him often. As we read in Matthew chapter 25 in verse 41, he spoke of the devil directly. And also in John chapter 8 and verse 44. Now, what are the characteristics of the devil? Well, (laughs) unfortunately, a lot of people have characterized him in kind of a cartoonish kind of fashion and put red flannel pajamas on him, kept him at about three or four feet in height. He's got some horns pointing up and he's got maybe some pointed ears going backwards and uh, kind of a long tail that's forked at the end. Yeah, those red flannel pajamas characterized him as being kind of a little kid, doesn't it? 
maybe playful but uh, devilish, shall we say, at the same time, mischievous, causing some problems but not really being that big of a real threat to an individual. But what an unfortunate characterization that is, because the devil is not only real, he is our deadliest enemy. The Apostle Peter portrayed him as a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. Now, would you or anyone you know want to meet a wild lion in the jungle, alone, unarmed? Well, of course not. We understand what can and probably would happen. We'd be dead. That lion would tear us apart. Well, the devil is portrayed just that way as our gravest and most deadly enemy. We noted that one of the characteristics of the devil is that he's a slanderer. He slandered Job before God, but Job kept his integrity and his faith and dedication before God and would not curse God, even at the devil's provocation, severe provocation. But as we noted as we closed last time, another characteristic of the devil is that he's a counterfeiter. And a counterfeiter of what he would try to portray as being truth that is actually false. But he's also a character, he's a counterfeiter of godliness. In Matthew chapter 13, beginning with verse 24, Jesus told the parable of the tares, as it's called. He said, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. In other words, a farmer. But while he slept, uh, or while men slept, his enemy came, his enemy came and sowed tares or weeds, I guess we could characterize them as being, but something that would be counterproductive to the good growth of the good seed that has been sown. So his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. And when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? He said to them, An enemy has done this. The servants said to him, Do you want us to then did you do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No, lest while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let them both grow together until the harvest, and at that time of harvest. I will say to the reapers, first gather together the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Now, there's also a characterization here or a, uh, a reference to the final day of judgment, obviously, in this particular parable. But he's talking about an enemy sowing bad seed among good seed that the master or the owner of the field had sown. Well, of course, the master, we can understand, is being God in the person of Christ, and the enemy is being the devil. Well, the apostles, they wanted an explanation. And so we drop down to verse 36. Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house, and his disciples came to him and saying, Explain to us the parable of the tares of the field. He answered and said to them, He who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. Christ, in other words. He came with the gospel message of salvation 
for all of mankind. Through him, we can be forgiven and saved and look forward to eternal life in heaven. Jesus went on and said, the field is the world. Well, of course, that's where we live. That's where all of humanity exists. The good seeds are the sons of the kingdom, okay? The righteous, the faithful, dedicated Christians. But the tares are the sons of the wicked one. Now, we look around us, and there are many unrighteous. There are many ungodly. There are many wicked people living in this world. And as we look around us today, especially when we focus upon our personal culture in this country, it seems as though we see the wickedness growing greater and stronger and more numerous all all the time. So the devil has influence upon humanity, and there are many who follow him, even if it is unwittingly in their part. Even if it is they deny that the devil really exists, (laughs) denying makes them more vulnerable to his ways and wiles. Jesus went on and said, the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are the angels. Therefore, as the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of this age. The Son of Man will send his angels out, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and those who practice lawlessness, and will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But how sad it is that so many have stopped their ears, stopped them up against the truthfulness that the devil is real, and he is trying to lead you away from God and into eternal condemnation in hell through sinfulness. The wages of sin is death, Romans 6 and verse 23. Now, the alternative is, in that same verse, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. But you see, we have to believe in God as the Creator, as our Heavenly Father. We have to believe in Christ as the Savior, the Son of God, our personal Savior. And the counterpart of that is we have to believe that the devil is the enemy trying to lead us away from God and trying to lead us away from our Savior. Another characteristic is the devil is a liar. (laughs) In fact, Jesus portrays him as being the father of all lies. Don't you hate being around a liar? Some people have been characterized as being such liars on such a repetitive basis, so chronically so. We might say pathological liars, that you have to be careful when their lips are moving because it's very likely, certainly very possible, that they're lying because they lie at times when it would be easier to tell the truth. In Matthew, I'm sorry, in John chapter 8 and verse 44, Jesus said this, You are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. 
When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. When we hear somebody lying, that's not just an innocent statement that they're making. They're not just saying something out of innocence, but just, you know, just excuse it and everything. No, it's a lie. And that lie is of the devil because he is the father of all lies and all liars. We'll look a little further at another characteristic of the devil next time. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for loving us. We thank you for making the way for us to be free from the guilt of our sin through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord and Savior. Father, help us to recognize our gravest enemy, our deadliest enemy, the one who wants to bring us down all the way to eternal condemnation, the devil himself. Help us to always remember he's real and that he's always out there trying to pull us away from you. Strengthen us against him, Father, we pray. Please forgive us and hear a prayer, gracious Father. In Jesus' name, amen.